Hello guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, hope you are doing well. Hope you are having a great day. This is episode six of Chai with Rye. Sorry, just gonna grab some water. Hope your day is going well. Chai with Rye is a weekly Instagram live, um, which I kind of just created to have people who have a beautiful story to share um, come along and who I'm just in awe with, whose work I'm just in awe with and whose stories I'm in just with awe with. So today we have Simone joining us. But um, you can also go back into the archives on my IG lives every week. I record them, I share with them, I share with them, I share with you. But without further ado, I am going to introduce Simone to you. Simone, you are here. How are you? Um, I am going to try not to introduce you <laughs> wrong and not get anything wrong. But this is Simone's bio. Simone is a dancer and choreographer in London. She's also the co-founder of Playground The Rombe, which I have been to several times. Um, she's from Tri Denmark, Trinidad. Why was I going to say Trinidad? You're not from Trinidad. You are from Denmark and you trained at Danish National Ballet School. You have worked with Peter Schaufers. Schaufers? By the way, I messaged, messaged you. I think I was going to get this wrong. Um, worked at Theatre Um and now has been at Rambe since 2013. You've produced choreography. Well, she has produced choreographies. Some of her pieces include Brother Brother, which is an inspired piece by her family of eight siblings. Um, For Since a Woman, where she worked with a photographer, Dolly Brown. Tempest, which was performed at Resolutions in 2017. Uh, Twain, an interactive audience and gender questioning piece. She has had pieces performed at Linsbury, Studio Theatre, Wilderness Festival, National Theatre, River Stage, The Place, Rombert, and so much more. But without, without further ado, I'm just going to get Simone on here. Simone, you need to send me a request so I can accept you. Um, but yeah, let's get Simone on here and let's get this party started. Where are you, Simone? I'm going to accept it. Um, Guys, hope you got... Hello! <laughs> Hello. I think I messed that intro up a little bit, but, you know. No. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I think it was good. You did a brilliant job. I mean, I, I did mention that you're from Trinidad for some weird reason. <laughs> when you... You could be. <laughs> you could be from Trinidad. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm good. This is your first Insta Live. How comes? You've done stuff with um, the playground, though, and Rambert. So this is technically not your first Insta Live, if you think about it. Yes, it is, because we never did Instagram Live from the playground. We only did, like, I would just sit there and take pictures and upload it uh, on the way home. Got it. Got it. How was your day? How is your week? Let's get into it. I know you finished early, but hello, James, in the background. No, actually, he's not here. He's not here. I was going to say, I've never met James, only through passing at Danceworks. But um, I've, you know, I've seen him on the gram, obviously. So, yeah. How are you? How was your day? How has your week been as I sip my chai? Yay! It's <laughs> <laughs> like face. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, um, it's been a good week. Um, it's been an easier week, actually, work-wise. Yeah. Um, but nice, because it meant there was some some space for me and some of my colleagues that we could do some research for ourselves as dancers and artists and have some fun. Um, but I mean, I find like, I find it so difficult at the moment when people say like, how are you? Cause I feel like it's such a long answer and a whole process to go through <laughs> to explain how I am. 
yeah. But I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm well. Do you guys have to wear masks in rehearsals? Yeah, we wear them all day. All yeah, but day long. how comes? Because I teach dance, and I mean, like you teach dance as well, and we go to the gym and we go around to dance classes. We don't have to wear it in studio. So how comes you guys have to wear it in? Is it because of close proximity, or what is it? I mean, actually, it is a good question. I am assuming it's the regulations and how we could be able to come together. This was one of the things, um, yeah. and because we are still socially distancing as much as we possibly can. Um, I also wonder if it's just like another safety precaution, just just to be safe, and also because we are. I mean, we are in bubbles. Yeah. So we are not the entire company together. But it means like you know, a ballet class is an hour and a half, so you're in the same space with other people. Yeah. And you have a break all of this stuff and then you we are in the studio you know from uh, at the moment our schedule is 10:45 till 6:30 how active are you guys like are you active from the get go that you get like explain to me a day in the life of a rombe dancer or just a regular dancer who's with a company <laughs> um well at the moment it's not uh, so from the get-go it depends on who is doing what but when we we just when we created the piece draw from within yeah it was literally like bang 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 all day long um, which was great but also quite a shock to the system because we'd come out of lockdown and you know been dancing in our homes and then suddenly you were in the space and you could move but you couldn't really move because i was taped on the floor and all of this and suddenly you were a dancer again after several months in lockdown but then now, because we have different things, you know, we have this Rumba Home Studio app, so yeah. we have, we're creating content for that. So it depends on what we need to do. Like, um, we're not just dancers. Uh, I have done some uh, little interview with someone. I can't say who they are <laughs> for something on the app. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are doing that. We're interviewing, we're making podcasts, we're doing like our playlist for workout. We're doing, oh, yeah, I saw that. Us. Yeah, all of this stuff. Yeah. I subscribed to that today. Oh, well done. Yeah. Did you I, was like, like, <laughs> I, was, I haven't looked at anything. I was like, oh, Robert at home. This sounds very interesting. And then I was like, ooh, this sounds very interesting. And I was, yeah, I just signed up to a couple of stuff. So I'm intrigued. And I'll let you know the feedback. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind, it's not supposed to just be aimed um, for dancers as such. It should be like, I hope you get that vibe and you also check it out a bit more. But it should yeah. be more an inspirational, motivational platform and... Where we can share things. Fair enough. I will let you know. By the way, can we just talk about something which I wanted to talk about since we've been voice noting? When we met each other, I don't know if you remember, we had completely different looks. I had a long beard down to here, long hair. You had long blonde hair. And now I saw the evolution as you and Julia and Nancy changed your hair. Um, <laughs> but like, you've got really short. Are you just, did you just get bored? Was it for a project? Like what happened? Um, actually, this is my OG hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, when I, I mean, I think I go through like times in my life, where I chop all my hair off, but <laughs> I feel more, I don't mind what my hair is like. I've worked with different choreographers or directors who want yeah. a specific look. So I've had like black hair. I have like mailbox red hair. I've oh. had like kind of like a mohawk and um yeah and then short but when i auditioned for rumba my hair was really really short and it was like platinum blonde <laughs> and then we as i was in the company it just slowly grew out you know i didn't really know a hairdresser 
you know, I didn't know where to go and then slowly grew out. And then we did the, a piece by uh, and another Dane, fellow Dane, Kim Branster. We did Transfigured Night. And I remember asking the designer, I was like, do you want, can I cut my hair or should I like leave it? I had like a bob. And she was like, yeah. just, just keep it growing. Like, don't cut it maybe. So just keep growing, kept growing. And then I had enough and I was like, I'm going to cut off. Do you guys have a say like does the because technically it's a employer dancer situation does and in a way Rombe manages you from correcting saying do they get a say like my agent if I was to like I've grown this mustache right now it's every audition I get right now I like it yeah it because you like Mario Kart that's why <laughs> so it's like Mario situation but um yes I I have to get approval and I have to be like it's for a project do you guys have like a situation like let's say if you wanted to dye it pink or like some of the guys just wanted to shave everything off and just be like. I mean, um, I think it depends on what we are actually doing. But like when I cut my hair off, I did ask my boss. I was like, Benoit, can I, can I please cut my hair? And I showed him pictures of me with shorter hair. Yeah. Because he'd only, like you, he'd only known me with like long hair. And then I, I you know, gradually long hair and then a fringe. Yeah. Um, but also in my first company there, we, we had to get permission or we would actually be told more what the the image would be for a certain production uh but when i was in germany i didn't ask and actually when i cut my hair I, again it was a situation i had long hair and i didn't i wanted to cut it all off again and we were doing um a Romeo and juliet performance and okay. I, was, I was the tibalta ah uh, yeah and um, i had long hair but i had a huge like legolas wig on Okay. So I went to Masca to get like my makeup and hair done or put the wig on for yeah. the last show. And I went in early and nobody knew. And I was already with James at the time and he didn't know either. I, I asked the, um, the lady down at the Masca, she yeah. cut my hair and then she put the wig on top. So I did the whole show with short hair, but nobody knew. I think that is the way to go. Um, I want to now get into the actual thing, like two things, which is I never knew of your choreographic work until this week when I started researching on you. I always knew of you as a dancer and a producer of, and a founder of Playground Rambe. Um, but you have, you have literally worked a lot. And I say this to everybody, do you sometimes ever have a pinch me moment and you just go, damn. Like I, I watched one of your pieces, which I literally, oh my, you guys have worked with one person, which I really, really want to, Cindy Labe. Um, who I so badly want to, and what's it called, Invisible City? Yeah. Such a good production. Oh it my God. Huge, it was epic. Oh my God, the stage and everything looks so phenomenal. But do you ever, like, what would you say was your like, pinch me moment? Or would you ever look back at some of your work and you'd be like, damn, I have lived and I have done a lot of stuff. Mm, I think I like a pinch moment was actually when I got offered the job with Rombe. Yeah. I was like, I think it was Mike Baldwin director at the time. And I think he called me and I was like, are you sure you're calling the right girl? <laughs> like, you want me? Um, but like, I think those pinch me moments where you're like, you know, it's always exciting when we have meetings and they tell us who the choreographers we're going to be working with. And you're like, oh, wow, wow, wow. Um, and then you meet them and they, they are, they're human, you know, they're nice. Yeah. But it's that thing, you know, every once in a while, you know, you go through your CV, you update your CV and you add names. And those moments always, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, like slowly I can see my names are building up and like these amazing people I got to work with. It's, yeah, that, that, 
that moment I'm always like, wow, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's true. I did work with them. Who is the one person that like, I think for me, it was like meeting Marina Abramovich. Like when I met her, I was like, you are just human, but like I admire work. Um, who was, who, is there somebody who you haven't worked with, a choreographer or somebody that you're just going to be like, wow. Yeah. Um, Nanine Linning. Annie Linning. Na Nanine Linning. Uh, yeah, she uh, she has her own company now. She used to be director in Heidelberg in Germany. Yeah. But like, I remember there was like a um, festival thing, and I just saw like a snippet of one of her works, and I was just like, I I I need to I need to be this woman. I need to work with her. I need to do something. Um. So like, I keep checking her out and like kind of following her. And, yeah. Um. I met her once. She came to the Rumba building once for a tour like a few years ago. Yeah. And I recognized her and I like walked up and I like, shook her hand and I completely like fangirled and was just like, hi. And I like, couldn't believe it. And I was just like, you know, she's like, how are you? And I was like, you're good. Nice to meet you. What are you doing here? Like all of this like really crazy person. And then she walked out. Uh, we were, I think she was, we were in the green room or something in, in the building. And there was other dancers in there. And I just, you yeah. know, I was like, guys, like that i was like yeah so we haven't worked with her yet but we want to yeah you guys but have I'm, external I'm, hmm? choreographers coming to rumba if i'm correct in saying that right like yeah. a lot of time yeah. yeah 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 i mean i'm happy to work with uh, you know <laughs> as many, anybody right now anybody <laughs> as long as i get a paycheck and it's, the job is great no, uh, you know, like the variety is amazing because yeah. I mean, you learn different skills, different approaches. You watch them how they work. You try to get in their head to understand. That's yeah, that's nice. I want to ask you, how did your evolution from dancer to choreographer start? Especially because I will say this: like through the small network of contemporary dancers that I know, I don't know a lot of. I think predominantly most people that I've met has been through the playground. But I don't know of a lot of dancers who are of a specific caliber and have progressed into choreographing and have got on the platform and produced as much. I, I'm very like unaware of certain things. But yeah, how did that start for you? And like It was kind of accidental. Um I must have been nineteen or twenty. No, there was like um what do you probably call like? Do you have? Is, do you know? Is there a thing in England that's called like called culture night? Uh, we. I I don't know if it's called culture night, but there's <laughs> much, What is culture night? Is it basically like a scratch night or like no, a show? It's, um, it's because I know like in German it's called Kulturnacht, and in Denmark it was like a Kulturweekend. What is it? Um, it's like a, an evening or a night or a weekend where all of like the cultural things are open. Oh, we have that in school. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So they do this in cities, uh, yeah. and they open up theaters and museums, or late at night, or they have specific things on and exhibitions. Yeah. We yeah. have that here. It's called late, I think, something like that. Where I think even VNA, and I'm surprised you don't know about it. Like, is it like that? Yeah, maybe, but it's more like all the places, all the arts institutions, all they all open up at that same time, so you can do uh, like a, a tour around the city you are in and visit all these places. I mean, I know like Tate Modern Art do the Tate uh, late. Tate late, yeah, yeah. I have never been able to go because Playground is always at the same time. Oh my god, Tate late is amazing. I performed that at once. It's just so go. Oh, check you out. Yeah, but that's when I was like nineteen, twenty. 
But so yeah, like me, I mean, because that was the thing, this kultur weekend in Denmark, in Holstebro, in this little city, um, somebody had contacted the company and they're like, oh, does somebody want to do like some choreography with this yeah. DJ and da da da? And I was just like, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, and actually, I think that was even my like first like live improvisation. So I created a duet on two of my friends and then kind of like a solo for my friend and a solo for me but yeah. it was also improvisation and like I've yeah I don't know how I had the balls to do it or anything like that um but it was great it was really fun how would you compare the experience of dancers versus choreographer obviously you do both and I saw in one of your interviews you were talking about how dancers aren't are afraid to make mistakes and you're like mistakes are nothing and like you know mistakes are beautiful and all that and I was like I call bull crap on this you know as well as I do if you mess up in rehearsal or if you mess up on a show you will not sleep that day or like things like that but the progression of dancing to choreographing explain to me that and explain to me versus Oh, I don't even know if I can explain. It. I mean, I know for myself, like the reason why I want to choreograph was like I for a long time was more like, oh, I'm a storyteller. Okay. I want to tell a story, so it might not, but it's so then through choreography because that's what I know or dance. Um, I mean, this thing about like making mistakes. I mean, yeah, I I'm trained in in ballet and you know like. A little bit brainwashed. <laughs> no, so like as a child, like you know, we all want to be good. We all want to do, be perfect. We want to be do a good job. You know, we want to do great. We want to have a good time. Um, and for many, many years, like yeah, I was like, I like making mistakes was not a thing. And I remember the first time I had a blackout, like it was like the end of the world. Yeah. Um, but as I'm growing older and through friends and colleagues who are dancers and choreographers too, and especially like um, a good friend of mine, Miguel, who's also in the company, he really like, we danced a lot together at one point. And it was amazing because he was really the one that was like, you know, there is, there is no mistake. It's just how you deal with it in the moment when something, you know, goes wrong to find that space to be able to um, embody whatever is happening. Yeah. Um, so, and I really like believe that now, I mean, there's a difference in between wanting to be like perfect, perfect, which is impossible. We all know. Um, and we all know that thing of like, you, I mean, you probably have felt this too, you performed one thing and it felt amazing. And then the next time you want to perform it, you kept comparing the two, but you can't because you're not the same person anymore because that's in the past, all of this stuff. So for me, really, this thing of like having that extra headspace, how how do we react? And I mean, when I was younger, such a control freak, I would like think about all the things that could go wrong. Yeah. So that I had a plan B if any of those things went wrong. I so do this because if you're okay with doing the mistake, then you just, everything will be fine. Yeah. So like you knew, what, I, I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. But if something happens, I'm going to do this. I do that sometimes. Um, but that's not really answering your question. Of like, no, I get it. <laughs> I'm also wondering, do you sometimes, I have sometimes done this, but very rarely, do you sometimes have, uh, answer yes or no. Have you ever watched a show and that you're not a part of, that you're visiting maybe as a friend and you're like, they fucked up. <laughs> I can tell they've, they've amended it, but they fucked up. Um, yes. <laughs> 
No, but, but, but you know, yeah, I, yeah. It's okay. You don't need to say anymore. It's so bad. Why are we able to notice this and not just enjoy the piece? But I want to talk about your family right now because you have a family of eight. Are they all dancers? Are they all and like, do they do they appreciate your work or do they sometimes just come and see the show and they're just like, what the hell is happening here? Um, well done, Simone. But bye bye. <laughs> I mean, uh, I am the only dancer, okay. um, but we all as kids were sent to like gymnastics or uh, ballroom or yeah. handball. <laughs> yeah, I played handball. Um, but yeah, I'm the only, uh, I mean, there are, people are creative, but you know, there's teachers. Um, I don't know what you call it, associate assistant carers, um, okay. truck drivers, personal trainers. Um, I don't even know actually what the title is of my, my brother's. Damn, damn. So bad. No, and like, um, but uh, yeah. What was I gonna say? I was gonna ask you like, how was it growing up as a dancer, and like, how are they? Oh yeah. How when they, they were, yeah, how they get it? Um, I think they understand what I do. Yeah. Uh, they're very supportive. I mean, obviously, they can't see me dance that often because. I am I am here and they are there. Yeah. Um, and often when they want to come and visit, I actually try to make them come when I'm not working so I can Hi. spend time with them. Um, but that was the great thing about this live broadcast we did with Draw From Within because it meant that my family could actually watch me perform. Yeah. Um, I mean, my sister came to a show once. Uh, we were doing uh, Nutcracker with the Royal yeah. Danish and Tivoli by Alexei Radmansky and I was Clara. And I was 12 or 13. My sister watched the show. And the first thing she said was like, it's amazing. Like, I see you on the stage and you're like this other girl. And I see you now. And Is she American, like, by the way? <laughs> I'm just really bad with accents. Okay. Okay. I'll try again. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. She's American right now. She's American. My sister Nuna is American right now. No, no. So she, she said like, um... That I, that I was still me afterwards. It was weird that I had just been someone else and I was yeah. me. And then she also said that she thought it was weird that the young Clara had bigger breasts than the old Clara. <laughs> Is there something that you will do that you will just never show your family, do you think? Or they're mm. pretty much open-minded? I think they're, they're quite open-minded and yeah. Danish. Okay. Talk to me about the culture, like, I know nothing about Danish culture, but Danish culture versus British culture. And I, yeah, how different are we? Like, again, I'm not British, by the way. I'm like all mixed here, but I've been living here for as much as you have. So yeah, talk to me about the differences of that. I mean, I'm just going to stereotype, actually. Yeah, go right. ahead. Why not? <laughs> um, I haven't lived in Denmark for 11, almost 12 years. Yeah. Um, but of course, I visited, I see my friends and family. Um, I mean, I don't know. I find like we Danish people. <laughs> You're right there. <laughs> I was just trying to think like what what like what is it? Um, because I think yeah, of course we can. I can I can generalize and say what people are like, and then some people will be like, no, then we are not. Um, How's the but, quality of life? Like, is it much more calmer there? Whereas here, like in London, everything's just like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I mean, we, okay, so we are one of the countries that have, like, I think the most square meters per person for living space. So oh. we like to have big open spaces to live in. Yeah. Um, you know, we are very 
we we like our homes we like to make them cozy and pugilit and yeah. uh, you know candles i mean the amount of candles i burn here i mean james is not a fan because he's afraid i'm gonna burn the place burn down the touch wood um no i think we just like like the hugo we like to be with our families uh in my family we have a lot of um old-fashioned danish traditions that we keep up to a certain extent but i think just the thing about coming together but i don't really know actually i think as a as a people as a culture i mean it's 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 really hard i feel actually to to generalize i mean yeah, yeah. I mean, Denmark, yeah, we maybe we were very open-minded in the 60s and the 70s, 80s, and then we not become close-minded, minded, but I think we haven't evolved actually in Denmark yeah. as much since. Um, I was, my friend told me to watch this Danish TV show, Everybody Hates Feminists. Um, and she was like, it will piss you off and it will, it will like <laughs> make you an angry and annoyed. Yeah. But it's, it's a great program. It's, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, I've, if, you can, if you understand Danish, I recommend watching the show called Everybody hates yeah, Um I mean, but I think the and maybe it's because I lived in Germany between coming from Denmark, Denmark, Germany, and then here, that I noticed more difference actually between uh, Germany and Denmark because the Germans would seem more cold on the outside, but if you mm -hmm. sat down and talked to someone, they will share everything and be so heartwarming with you. Where I think Danish people are super friendly. We are nice up front. But it takes a long time for us to share our true insights and all of this. We're more, maybe more reserved. Yeah. I could be wrong. No, no, no. It's fine. I mean, like, I would generalize my people as well. So. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. <laughs> sorry, people. Um, sorry, not sorry. Um, I want to ask, I was researching a lot about Rombert, and I did not know of the vast amount of history and the the i don't know the staple that is rombert because i'll tell you this i used to work for a charity in chiswick and you guys had a studio in chiswick and that studio is now like boarded up i don't know what it's used as but i would pass that studio all the time to go to my charity work and i'll be like what is this place and it was around the time the waterloo site was being built in 2013 which is when you joined but Explain to me this nuance of British ballet, which apparently Rombert kind of like is known for, if I'm correct in saying or introduced, versus like, I don't know, Chinese, Danish, or yeah, all of the, all of the others, let's just say. I mean, um, to my knowledge and understanding is that Ballet Rombert was the first ballet company so in the UK, but now turned contemporary through the times. Yeah. Um, I mean... I, I actually really is a fan of tradition and history and, and, and all of this. And maybe it's because the dance world I was raised in was uh, Danish, well Danish. So that was Bonneville. So also a, a really strong tradition for a specific style. Um, so I can only really speak for like those that I know. But um, no, there is so much history in Rombert. I mean... Um, how it's developed through the times. I was actually yesterday looking at one of the anniversary books, I think from the 70th anniversary of the company, um, that actually my James's mom had found for me in a in a charity shop. And okay, I'm so, again, <clears throat> this is a fangirl moment. So every time we would work with the choreographers or dancers yeah. that have been in the company before and they were in this book, I would bring the book in and be like, can you please sign it? <laughs> that's so cute. I um, think that's the best thing ever. 
Yes, I got like loads of messages, but it's like, it's really nice. You can go back and you can see, I mean, there's, um, there's pictures from like Les Ulfides, there yeah. is pictures like, you know. Um, but what makes it different? That's my, that's, is it like, is it harsher? Is it slower? Is there more substance? Is the storytelling like, is it because you guys have external choreographers, whereas opposed to other companies don't? Like, I'm trying to understand because, yeah. I, I actually, I could be really wrong. I mean, the difference between, like, say, the Royal Danish, which is Bonneville, that's like yeah. a specific tradition, a specific style, which has been trained and is being practiced alongside other things. But with Rombe, that it's it wasn't, it was ballet, a classical ballet. So, but it wasn't, a, a, to my knowledge, a specific No, you, you speak for Rombe now. You are the <laughs> spokesperson for Rombe. No, because, you know, I mean, uh, Marie is the Marie Rambert yeah. or Cynthia was originally um, from Poland and was an immigrant. So I actually don't know if I don't know if the style she brought was influenced by that or if she which style that she brought with her in sense of in the technical aspect because yeah. we we now you know it's it's different choreographers it's it's Evolved. different people and there was a time like. Um, of course, when Richard Alston and when Christopher Bruce were directors as well, they brought their specific style to the company, but through their work as well and through the training. But the other things still existed because it's a repertoire company. So it's like that thing of having to embody everything. Mm -hmm. um, so that's definitely something that's different. But you know, actually, when you were talking about Chiswick before, uh, when we left the building, I was one of the last people to walk out and there was a small studio called the Lower Studio yeah. and you couldn't jump in there because you would fall through the floor. And the sign of the lower studio is actually hanging on my guest room door. Does Rombert know this? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they don't, they know now. Although, although, will they tune in or will somebody yeah. just I'm like... Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I actually feel like I can't really answer the question. No, it's fine. I, I'm very fascinated by contemporary and ballet. I think ever since I have met people like yourself and like Emma and all these things. So I'm, I'm very fascinated and I'm trying to like dig out and carve out what it is. Yeah, so, I mean, I wonder when actually the real transition from more classical ballet to contemporary for the company were, and I, it might have been around also the time, you know, Richard Alston come like taking over, but also, you know, bringing more Cunningham into the work as well. Yeah. Um, but it, I guess it also depends on like what, who was directing the company at the time? Which choreographers were they bringing in? What kind of work? Was it experimental? Was it more classical? Was it more contemporary? You know, these kind of things. Yeah. I want to discuss three points really quickly and I want to play some fun games with you. But there's like pages and pages of notes that I wrote that one out. One, we're just going to do these points and we're going to give time to each because this is a 60 minute situation. I want to talk quickly about the playground, obviously. Yes which can be tied into the Rombe choreographer program, which we kind of brushed up on. Um, I want to talk about your relationship with James and how it is dating a fellow artist, how you guys met. And then um, the third thing is, oh my God, this, so your audition for Rombe. I wanted to ask what does contemporary dance mean to you and institution versus freelancer, but how was your audition for How Rombe? my audition was? Yeah. Do you have a horrible story or a good story to tell? Uh, no, I think I just, um, I came to the company, it was Easter break, we were visiting yeah. James's family here in the UK, I'm going to speak really fast so we can get through Yes, let's do this, <laughs> let's do this! Um, no, I, 
I, I, I asked the company if I could come and take class during Easter. I took one class and then they asked me to come back for the audition in May. But I wow. had a show on either side of the audition yeah. in Germany. Um, so I did my show and then I flew over in the night, woke up, did the audition, got back on the plane and flew back to Germany. Um, actually, I think my audition was, uh, was okay. Um, there was only 13 girls. And when I looked around the room, I was the only one that was like quite tall and had short hair. So I was like, either I got this or I really don't have this job. What did you have to do in the audition? Did you have to do like a rep? Like is there an exercise? Is it like, yeah. I've only been to commercial like auditions. So for me, it's like learn a piece, you're in, you're out, goodbye. Is it the same? No, this was actually, um, it was quite a good audition. It was very organized, I remember thinking, because it was like we had ballet class first and then we had Cunningham. Yeah. And then we learned some of uh, sound dance with Genius Steel. Um, and then we had repertoire, we learned, what's her name? We learned one of the pieces. She goes like this in, uh, in Christopher I don't Bruce, know. In Christopher Bruce's uh, Rooster. Well, like uh, this, did you say? <laughs> I was like, she does this. She does this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we learned some rep and we had some classes. Um, and then chatting a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. And it was all like, it was quite amazing because it was like scheduled out with times as well. So, like, proper oh, wow. schedule. And I was like, wow, I've never been to an audition that was really like, this is what we're going to do. And, duh, 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 and duh, duh, duh. you can wear shoes if you want. You can wear socks. Oh, wow. And, yeah. So, yeah, it was actually it's quite okay. I felt quite all right. I felt quite good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Rombe choreography program going into the playground. Go. So um, when we had it, we got a new CEO some years ago, Helen Shoot, and when she took over, yeah, uh, we had the choreographic platform in the company for the dancers, and I wasn't sure if it was going to continue. So I've spoken to some of my colleagues about like, oh, should we ask if we could hire some of the studios like on a Friday night, and we could just experiment and do stuff on our own, um, and in case we don't have the choreographic platform. Yeah, but it turned out we still had the choreographic platform at that time, um, but we were on a mm. bus in Italy um, to perform on tour, and I Helen had just started, and I sat next to her on the bus, and I like was like talking to her, getting to know her, and then and she was getting to know me, like talking all the time, and then I I just I, I like built up my courage to ask her about the platform, and she was like, well, it's not that's not going to happen. I just know don't know when. Yeah. But she liked the idea so much when I was presenting. But she said, like, you know, why keep it just for rumba dancers? Like, we can have the studios. We can invite people in. Like, people from the community can come and join and create together. Um, and she's like, what are you going to play it? play it? What are you going to call it? And we passed the playground on the bus. And I was like, <laughs> playground? And, uh, yeah. Ding. Ding. Uh, and then she she was literally like, you want to do this? Like, she was like, go, do it, do it. It's, you can, yeah. And then we had no idea. Like, I reached out to Nancy and Julia. And I was like, do you guys want to join me for this? Yeah. They said yes. I was like, I have a team. Um, and then we just kind of went from there. I mean, we had no idea what to expect and, like, how to really shape it. When we had our first session and we slowly grew a system and very quickly like the community grew as well oh my god vastly like, damn from I mean, the first playground to now the amount that it is but like it's a testament i think to the name as well as like your work like when we did i attended your last zoom session mm -hmm. there were like there were people from all over the world 
Yeah. And I think that to me is the most craziest experience. I think for me, like a little mixed race boy, there's still like some sort of situation when I see people from like my homeland represented in there. Like I always find it like so like, I don't know at all because yeah. Oh, it's, it's really nice to hear. I mean, because for me, and I know we say this at the playground and it sounds so cheesy, but like if none of the artists came, there would be join in there would there wouldn't be a community and we i we are just facilitators of it to be able to like you know produce it put it together so that people have this safe space but like yeah i mean the amazing thing i mean that was jorge from towards Venezia, who reached out to me and was like do you want to join up so we can take this online and i was like yeah okay let's let's do this i was yeah. like i have no idea how soon worked at the time but we all know now yeah <laughs> Everybody knows now. Everybody knows now. But um, that was amazing that you said as well, like people from all over the world. Like, of course, you know, when we are all together on a Friday night and the building is buzzing and people are creating and collaborating, like it's amazing. And I I wasn't sure if if that would translate online. But every time we've done it, like I almost cry every time because it's so, like, it's just really beautiful. Like, people like taking this time out to to be in Zoom yet again, but then, you know, creating and With the time difference as well. That's the weirdest thing. Like we had some people who it was like a.m. for them, 2, 3 a.m. And they were like. I mean, we had a um, a guy, I don't remember his name now. Um, and he was, yeah, he was in India and he was on the roof, but oh, it yeah. started raining. So he couldn't dance anymore because he didn't have space except on his roof. Yeah. So, but but he kept he stayed in the session because he wanted to see what was happening and going on. So he just stayed dry and stayed inside. But I was just like, and, and it was like midnight yeah. time as well. I was like, that's amazing. Like really, I, amazing. I think it's a testament. I wonder. I do want to ask this. Like, I know some people have gone together and created some pieces, but I want to know how further that has progressed. Like, I want to know if people have been commissioned to do something, if people have done movies. Like, I've done some stuff with a couple of people, but I want to know if that's progressed. Anyway, we'll come back to that. I feel like we could do a part two. All right, relationship <laughs> with James. How did you two meet? Um, yeah, and how is it dating a fellow artiste? Uh, we actually met in London. Okay. Probably 12 years ago. Through Tinder. No, I was Twitter didn't exist yet. Um, Did it not? Oh, damn. No, I don't. No, I don't think so. Uh-huh. Maybe it's longer than twelve years ago. Then. James, it's James. bad in it. <laughs> but uh, no, um, I was uh, touring with Peter Schaufus, and we were in London. Yeah. He came to audition for the company, and he remembered me because apparently I was rude to him. <laughs> 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 or maybe I wasn't rude maybe I was just very direct yeah what did you say that was rude I think I just I had a okay bear in mind like my hair was like in a black mohawk but like yeah. pinned up. and I think I just I looked at him and I was like why do you want to come here <laughs> like, wow. like hi welcome um but then yes I met him there and he joined the company and we were friends for many many years and then I uh, acted as his wingman uh, but then <laughs> failed, obviously, and became the girlfriend instead. Who asked out who, if I was to say that? Who asked out who? Um, I guess it was kind of like me. 
Okay. But like, I mean, I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to say this, James. You're not hundred <laughs> percent. Um, as I was acting as a wingman, I started yeah. to notice that maybe I had some feelings for him. No. Oh. Um, but I didn't act on it for a while, and then we finished. Like, look how red my ears just went. Because <laughs> <laughs> James knows. <laughs> um, uh, and then we had had a premiere and we had a couple of days off and yeah. we were really close friends actually like really really good friends um, and then I just remember one night I just looked at him and I was like do you just want to come to my house oh <laughs> and I was like just cuddle <laughs> did you have a black mohawk then no did Netflix to... exist back then did, were you like Netflix and chill or were you like radio and chill TV and chill. <laughs> it's like, I think I was just like, we can just chill. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, does, uh, my question is always this. I have a rule, which is never be with a dancer or a fellow artist. Like, I know James teaches at Danceworks. Beyond that, I'm so sorry if I do not know anything. I'm so, so, so very, other than like, he's your boyfriend. Uh, but like, does James work in a company? Does that ever get a problem like sometimes when you'll come home you'll be like oh guess what happened and he'll be like no i don't want to hear about it or like when he comes home he'll be like ah oh, the students just you know don't point their feet in class um i mean we we work together as dancers he retired a couple of years ago because he was kind of done with the dancing and then went into teaching while he was studying for a history a level <laughs> yeah he likes history a lot so it's nice but anyways um yeah i mean Working together with a partner is, you know, can be nice, can be, it can be tricky because you know the person really, really well. And I definitely know that I didn't handle that situation so well sometimes that yeah. if we were, because this is the thing, before we got together, we didn't really dance together. And then we got together and then we started dancing together for some reason. Oh. Um, but I know like then sometimes I might have been like too strong like talking to him uh, because he was my partner so I knew him so well but that's not really good and I really learned from that like that's not you know healthy yeah. but also we're both very much like you know we we exist together but we are two separate people um but like yeah I mean the the thing was when we we'd been working together for like maybe four years in total when we came to the UK and he got a job with Richard Alston while I was with Rumba. And I'm not a jealous type, but that was the first time when I was like, I don't know these other girls. And you only <laughs> dated dancers in your entire life. And not only, but you dated dancers. So I was like, I don't know them. I'm not there. Are you <laughs> like, who are you going out with? Like, who you work? Who this? But then I met them and they were all really nice. And But he said the same to me. He was like, I don't know your colleagues either. So that was just like getting used to that. We weren't together all the time, living together. But it's healthier, I think. <laughs> yeah, I always here. wonder how you guys would be able to, because like you, like there's a lot of contact and like shirtlessness and touching and things like that from both perspectives. And I know it doesn't mean anything, but like I wonder if that is ever played a part. And you're just like, no, no, no. Uh, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like no. <laughs> All right, you're just like no. I don't really care about that anyway. No. <laughs> um. Well. We are now just in time and we've got 15 minutes left and I want to play a game which is called Sip a Chai or Play with Rye. So I'm ready. I hope you have your hot drink, which is now cold probably like mine is. But um, you basically, I will ask you questions 
and you can answer, um, which is basically you're playing with right. If you do not want to answer, you sip your chai, which basically okay. means tea, like we discussed already. So when people say chai tea latte, you're basically saying tea tea. Okay, chai means tea in Hindi. All right. You told me that you are a game fanatic, okay? Uh, Mario Kart, um, Pokemon, and of such. This edition is called Mario Kart Mary Shag Delete. I'm gonna oh, give no? you, I'm gonna give you three characters. You tell me who you would marry, who you would shag, who you would delete. Nobody in the virtual or real space will judge you. Yoshi, Todd, and browsers. Browers? Browsers? 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 I mean, I just look at them. I don't learn the names. <laughs> I don't know what they look like. Wait, so it's delete and marry and shag. Shag. And it was Toad and browser. Yoshi. <laughs> Uh, and Yoshi. I mean, we Yoshi. could do Luigi, Mario, and the princess. No, no, if you no, wanted, no, no, but no, I thought no. that was boring. Um, I always get Toad and Yoshi mixed up, and I actually won what I believe was Toad, but it happened to be Yoshi. Somebody named Layla is saying browser. Browser what? Bowser. Bowser. <laughs> oh, Bowser. Yes, Bowser. This is Layla. Just told me I had twenty percent. Hello, guys. Left. Um, Damn. Okay, I am going to. Shag Toad. Okay. Mary Yoshi. Yeah. And then, yeah, the Bowser, the crocodile dragon thing, he's going to be deleted. Oh, damn. Um, your favorite thing to watch on Netflix, TV, or of such? Right now? Yeah. Really hard because I've watched a lot of Netflix. Like, a lot. A lot, a lot, What's a your lot. like go to? Like you're just like in the background. Uh, I mean, I like Mindhunter a lot. Um, right now, I'm watching it. Humans. Uh, okay. <laughs> yesterday, I did. Okay, when it's Christmas season, which is coming up, I watch all the Christmas films. Okay, cool. Best and worst wardrobe malfunction situation that you've worn on stage and situation like maybe paint that you just couldn't get out of your ear or you know best and worst best and worst. We'll do worst first. First, I had a really bad stomach when I was wearing like skin colored shorts. Okay. And I was on the floor and I couldn't hold my stomach. And when I farted, <laughs> and I was wet. <laughs> well, do you guys powder yourself or like late? Because it's latex, right? So do you? No, it was just like, it was like a satin kind of situation. Kind of like knickers. Yeah, nice. Okay, cool. Best wardrobe. My best wardrobe ever? Yeah. I, I really dig my rouge outfit because um, the choreographer, Marie Montan, she was like, Marie Montan, she said like, oh, who's your favorite musician? I didn't know why. And I was like, oh, David Bowie. And then a few days later, in came a Bowie t-shirt that I got to wear for the show. Do you ever get to pee, like keep any of the situations? Like, I know I've stolen stuff from commercials. No, and I don't, and I don't steal. <laughs> I mean, you did steal the sign from the wrong best. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, you borrowed it. I and borrowed it. I took care of it because that building is not going to be a cinema, I think. Oh, epic stage fail. An epic stage fail during um, a performance, a music video, a film, any situation. Um, my favorite one is, um, is it has two titles. It's a okay. fussy. It's either All That Jazz or Showtime. Okay. Um, when... You need to name, by the way, the piece that you performed in the next question that I'm going to ask. Have you ever performed a piece and 
in do, performing it because you're doing it repeated, repeated, really, and you were just like thinking of other things, but your body is moving and you're just like, what am I going to have for dinner? I think I'm going to, <laughs> like, you know, when you just go on auto mode? Yeah. You need to name the piece and you need to tell me what you were thinking. This is this is no disrespect to any choreographer no. or any person, but sometimes, you know, it, it just happens. Oh, wait, I can just sip tea because I actually don't know. No, no! Oh. Most overrated and underrated piece of theatre. It can be dance theatre. It can be anything. Before you, I had somebody, and on the last week's episode, they said Cats the Musical is the most overrated piece of theatre out there. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh, but you can say underrated, though, right? You can say underrated, at least. Yeah, but I, you know when you, like, on the spot, like, I lose, like, all my brain cells. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. I see how this you play. Stressful. I see how you play. All right, I'm going to name you some names and then I'm going to give you scenarios. Keep these names oh, wait, in your wait. mind. Most underrated, Ocean at the End of the Lane. Okay, I've never seen this. but I will... It was just amazing. Okay, cool. I'm going to give you some names and I'm going to give you some scenarios. Okay, remember these names. Christopher Bruce, Richard Alston, Mark Baldwin, Marie Rombert, or Norman Maurice. Okay, remember those. Who would you play a Pokemon with out of those? Play a Pokemon with? Yeah. Oh, Marion. Marion. Okay. Who would you do a heels pop ballet music video with to I'm a Barbie girl, it's a Barbie world. <laughs> I'll do it with Richard. Okay. Who would you go on drag race with? Mark. Who Wait, would who's, you who's left? Who's left? Marie is left and uh Christopher, have you said? Or Norman? Christopher Norman. Okay. You can you can you can say them again. It's fine. Who would you go on drag race with? Uh, Mark. Who would you do a lip sync battle to the remix hit Miss Vanji? Miss Veg. I would love to do a Bruce with Christopher Bruce. Who would you go backpacking on a hot air balloon with? Marie Rombert. Who would you like to have a donor competition with? I don't know. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, Marion. <laughs> okay, you know all of the current uh, current dancers in Rombert right now, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna go through the names. You can either choose to give them drag names or Mario character names. What would you like to give them? Drag names or Mario character names? Uh, drag names. Drag names. What would you give Alex? Alex. Yeah. Which one? S or A? A. S2. Alex A. Ooh. Come Which on, come. We oh, have no, eight I, minutes have left. Real drag name or just make them up? Just make them up. Oh or you oh. can say just just quickly. Come on, eight minutes left, Alex. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Daniel. Um. Uh. He. He is like. Uh, oh, actually, so with, no. He's not that. Come on. Oh, I'm so sorry, but it's like. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Max. Max. Mm, flexibility, lady. Liam. Uh, uh, um, snazzy. Snazzy. Juan. I'm just giving them like words now. Oh, Juan. He's getting this one because he calls me this all the time. Butch Queen. Butch Queen. Miguel. Comedy Queen. Brenda. Ooh. Uh, she's like gorgeous. She's like a fame. 
a fame. She's Miss like fame. fame. Fame, just fame. No Miss Fame, just fame. Um, fame. Salome. Am I pronouncing it right? Is it Salome. Salome. Uh, she's more like bougie. Bouge galore. Bouge galore. Um, I, I, I'm gonna pronounce this name incorrectly. I do apologize to the person. Guliami, Guliami. <laughs> Dude with yeah. long, dude, yeah. dude with long hair who's all over Rombe building. Like every time you walk, he's just literally there doing. And then, and then and, this, and, and then he the was in this call. I don't know if he's still And then here. this, and then this. Um. Oh, Guillaume. Uh, I will call him uh, my future husband. Oh, okay. Sorry, James. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> Adele, or is it Adele? Adele. Adele. Um. She's so cute. Come You're on, cute. come up. Oh, I'm so... <clears throat> but it's hard because I'm thinking of like current drag names and I'm also thinking of like who they are and their personalities. Oh, no, look, Guillaume loves us. Okay. Uh, Adele, she'll be like a... Um, choo-choo, choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> Aswaria. Aswaria. Well, this is the thing. To help me pronounce her name correctly, this yeah. is what she helps to say. So she's an ice warrior. Okay, I swear it. I mean, I it's not really hard to pronounce Ashwarya. I know it's not, but she was like, you know, when you meet someone, they're not sure how to pronounce your name. Got it, got it. So she just um, called Ashwarya. Kim. Who? Is it Kim or Kim? Oh, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she is like. That's not a name. That's not a name. <laughs> Can you not be a sound? Can this just be a sound? Kim is. Uh. She's. Uh. She is. Uh. I can't just make up drag names like Alex S. Alex S. Hair forever. Everywhere. Is it Jacob or Jacob? Jacob. Jacob. Damn, my spelling. Miss Y. Miss Y. Edit? Edit. Edit. And is it Jibes or am I just. There was two left. I'm not going to lie. Like, my spelling is like all over the place right now. Is it James, Jabes, Eddie? Edit? Edit. Is it edit? It says edit, like an edit. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so a name for edit. Um, well, she likes her partner, so she would be um, Miss Snipe. Miss Snipe. Okay, this is the last part of the game. I'm going to play some music, okay? You have to improv quickly, and then I'm going to throw dance styles at you, and you're <laughs> going to have to basically incorporate them into this. Are you ready? Wait, what you? Oh, my God. What? Improv, improv. I'm sitting in a chair. You're improving, all right? And I'm going to throw styles at you and you're going to do them. Okay, but I'm going to be tough. Are you ready? Can you hear this? Yes. Irish! Improv whilst doing Irish. I want to see some improv work as well. Whacking! Whacking! What? Whacking! I cannot, I cannot whack! Just whack. <laughs> Running man! Bollywood, make it contemporary, make it contemporary. Oh no, this is, I don't know. Everything contemporary. Hawaiian, Hawaiian improv. K-pop, K-pop. But now I'm just doing what I think they are. <laughs> yeah, I need you to <laughs> contemporify them. K-pop. K-pop. Tutting. What? Tutting. I'm not very good at that either. I didn't have a class. <laughs> Twerk, but make it contemporary. Oh, I have to make it Twerk. <laughs> now to last with you're gonna do danish folk dancing but make it contemporary 
Danish folk dance, but make it contemporary. This is contemporary. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> You're done. I mean, that is horrible. <laughs> you call yourself a contemporary dancer. Yeah, but I thought I thought I had to do the actual moves. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been fun. Representative, one of the top dancers in the UK, Afran Bear, just did a wonderful improving with us. I I will save this and salvage this. All right, we're going to move on. Thank you for playing with me. Um, Hopefully that doesn't sound nasty or nasty. (laughs) All right, we're going to move on to peaks and valleys. We have two minutes left. I do this game and I said this to you. You want to basically say what is one of the peaks of your life till now what lesson you've learned from it and what has been one of the valleys of your life and you've learned from it okay you have literally one minute left go peak uh so i can't just pick one peak and you know i talk a lot so good luck with that one minute uh, <laughs> uh, i think just throughout my career like there's been different moments different highlights in my career that's made me really happy like moving to london moving to germany all of these things so like all of that is like a peak so there's not just one specific. <laughs> okay. What lesson have these peaks taught you? Uh, hard, like hard work, believe in yourself, be good to be yourself, be good to other people. Uh, whenever somebody walks into the building, like into Bumber, I always want to greet them and say hi and see who they are. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important. Be open and friendly. Okay, cool. If I'm open and friendly, other people will be open and friendly to me too. Yes, for karma. Valleys, valleys. What has been a valley of your life and that a lesson you've learned from um so, so if you are i went to brazil mm-hmm. remember to use mosquito spray and if you get mosquito bites don't scratch them because you will end up with a staph infection and almost lose your leg <laughs> i almost lost my left leg i still have like a dent in my leg oh my god i literally thought you were gonna talk about some like rough life moment where you didn't have a job you didn't have an institution but that just i think is it not worth i think i think that is a good one (laughs) (laughs) yeah um any upcoming projects from you as the dancer simone or as the choreographer simone anything um right now not really. Whatever I'm working on with Ron Bear, I cannot tell you about. So you have to stay tuned. Mm. Is it going to and... be live streamed or is it going to be in person? Because theatres are open now, by the way, aren't they? I is cannot it... tell you. Is Ron Bear open for shows? I cannot tell you. <laughs> <laughs> will the playground ever return to Ron Bear? The playground will return, but I don't know when. No, right now the building is for the dancers, yeah. you know, so we are not letting anybody else in which is unfortunate for the playground, but it's keeping us safe as well and making sure that everybody's safe. But, uh, and as me as a choreographer, I'm just doing some research right now. I don't really know what it is for, but I have a piece in my brain that's been there for some years and actually just been trying out a few ideas to see if it's something. But we'll see maybe where, when it will come. But you teach contemporary for Rambert at home, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which I will be joining. Um, so I'm looking forward to your feedback. On Listen, I have no experience and you know this. Why do you always say this? I, my dream, by the way, if you can make this fulfilled, is to perform a high-end contemporary piece 
with either Cindy Larbay, Akram Khan, Ron Bear, some sort of situation where I feel like contemporary justified. And I can be like, I was a part of this. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean, epic. Like, you know, when you, when you have that first premiere or you have that final show of things like this, it's amazing. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's great. But that doesn't mean that I'm a good teacher or that I can create good content for that. classes. Stop saying so. that. Stop saying that. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> Listen, don't put yourself down, okay? Look how red you made. <laughs> That's why I'm using a filter, Simone. This there's is, filters? There's filters on the bottom. I told you, I've never done Instagram Live before. Now you're telling me there's filters? On the bottom, near the comments. Guys, by the way, it uh, turns out we do have more time left. But where can people find you? What do you mean where they can find me? Like on Instagram, are you on TikTok? Like, you know, how uh, to get in contact with you? Even though they... it's all of our friends here, but just in case. <laughs> okay, come on, focus, focus. <laughs> Sorry, you just told me there's filters. So you, my phone number is, no. Uh, <laughs> 118, 118. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Facebook on Simone Dambevius. You can find me on Instagram at MS, MS Stackhouse. And uh, I do have a website under the very imaginative name of SimoneDambevius.com. It's actually a good website. I, I was on there a lot. Today. I mean, I made it myself. Oh, really good. On WordPress or on Wix? Uh, Weebly. Oh, okay. I tried write different ones, but didn't go very well so okay. i end up on with weebly was the one my brain could do cool well that's where people can find you thank you so much for joining me thank i had you so, so many questions i hope you enjoyed it guys every week thursdays usually seven o'clock but for simone we switched it to 7 30 um please do join me if if there's any questions whilst we have time left for simone feel free to say it Simone, do you have any lasting situation? By the way, what's your favorite chai? Uh, this one right now is this uh, ginger lemon manuka honey. And oh, now this wait. is going to be an advertisement from Buka. <laughs> there we go. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you. There's no more questions, but people have sent you lots of love. You are more than welcome to scroll through it quickly. Um, Aww. Hi, thank Adam. You. Thank you to everybody for joining. And any last, yeah. Any lasting words? Thank you, Jay. Oh, thank you. Oh, sorry, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just say everybody. <laughs> yeah. Guys, thank you. All right, thank you so much for joining. Any lasting words before we go? No, thank you so much for having me. I'm sorry, I would. I, could... I can't believe, guys. Please, if for anything, check out the contemporary work we have just done. The improv <laughs> contemporary work beats out any improv piece of theater or anything that you will ever see in your entire life um, I, yeah we should collaborate Ryan. i we think collaborate. i think you should put that up on your reel i'm just saying i am just i can i pitch that to rombe oh, i do look like borat don't i that's just real. <laughs> <laughs> i think you you could pitch it see what do happens you think, do you think i'll get commissioned to do a piece of rombe hi natasha Sorry. <laughs> do you think I could, if, if I was to do that piece, do you think I would get commissioned to do it at Rombe? Who knows? <laughs> How are you going to sell it? We should practice this. I, 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 yeah, let's do that. Let's definitely do that. Yeah. I think you can sell yourself quite well. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What are post? you trying to say? I can sell what? myself. I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm, I'm a man of the night. Is that what you're saying? No. 
I'm giving you a compliment and saying you that so you're much. very, very good at what you do. And you're always, I mean, from the moment you came to the playground, you became a part of the community like this, you know, always asking what you could do to help us on the team, yeah. joining in with everyone, you know, sharing the love, everything. Like, it was just so great. Hey, you're too kind. So, not selling yourself. I have learned so much from you and I will continue to. And I cannot wait. And of, of course, if you ever need anything, just give me a shout. But thank you so much. I'm going to let you go. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Bye. Bye, thank you.